Is there a sound that when you hear it, it just fills you with immense sorrow? For me, it's the call of the Kauai O'o bird, a species that was once endemic to Hawaii, but is now considered extinct. In 1987, photographer and conservationist David Boynton captured what is likely to be the last known audio recording of the final Kauai O'o, a haunting melody from a bird who unknowingly was the last of his kind, singing for a mate who it doesn't know is no longer there. John Green recounts this in his extraordinary podcast, Anthropocene Reviewed. Anyone who has ever lived with loss knows what it is like to stand on the shore and see water out in front of you. Water not just as far as you can see, but much farther. We all know what it's like to feel alone. We will all call out someday to someone who cannot answer us. By 1981, only a single nesting pair of Kauai O'o's were known to exist. Jennifer Kahn has written, Our role as stewards of the earth is becoming more and more like that of doctors in a global intensive care unit, trapped in a cycle of heroic end-of-life measures. Ornithologists tried desperately to protect this pair, but the female was never seen again after a devastating hurricane struck the island in 1982. The male lived for several years after that. In 1986, an ornithologist named Jim Jacoby was with a group when they heard the last surviving Kauai O'o begin to sing. Jacoby later described the encounter to Ben Shattuck in The Rumpus. I took out my tape recorder, clicked it on, he said. The bird sang again, then flitted away. I quickly rewound the tape, and then I played it again to see what I got, and I turned up the volume so John and Pete could hear it. And then BAM! All of a sudden, the bird came right back. I thought, this is great, it came back. And then it hit me. The reason it came back is it heard another bird. And it hadn't heard another bird in you know how long. And it turns out this was probably the last one there was. That's the song. It's supposed to be a duet. You can hear the silences where the O'o still waits for a reply. We cannot save this bird, gone now for more than three decades. All we can do is hear its call. The song of the Kauai O'o reminds us that many of these sounds we love are perhaps in the scope of our lives simply ephemeral, always at risk of being silenced and disappearing completely. Knowing this makes these sounds even more important to discuss, to understand the changing world around us and how it's all interconnected with those sounds of ourselves.
Sounds of Ourselves is an intimate look into the sounds that we love, what they mean to us, and what they can teach us about not only the people that love them, but also the communities they inhabit. Each episode is an introspective into one individual, a deep dive into the soundscape of their lives with focus given to a sound or sounds they love. The story of the Kauai O'o is a tragic one and connects to larger themes about auditory loss and the changing soundscapes we live in. Today, we hear from Tyler, a Maine microphile and a loving partner of my sister Chantel, about his favorite sound, the sound of driving on a dirt road. Like the Kauai O'o song was at one point, and many other sounds in the soundscape of nature are now, the sound of dirt roads is in decline. The loss of the sound of dirt roads is in many ways tied up with the loss of the sounds of the natural world, facing the beginning stages of extinction. As global populations continue to move into cities, and those cities continue to grow in size, urban sprawl mutes dirt roads with asphalt, while also devouring the natural habitats of millions of species, silencing the sounds that have been sung for millennia. I did a lot of thinking on this for you because I think at first I was going to do some catchy like laughter. So my favorite sound, it's a specific sound with a group of sounds with it. The specific sound would be car tires on a dirt road or anything that has dirt, not necessarily pavement, but when it's dirt. And then the sounds coupled with it is just sounds of a car. And I don't mean, you know, the rev of the engine or the muffler. I'm not some car kid. I don't know anything about cars. And I also don't mean traffic. I don't want to be city. You know, you're in the car. You hear the little, if, if you put your keys on or already in the ignition, the ding, 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 close the door. The sound of the door closing, that's great. Putting the keys into the ignition, like that metal on metal, that's beautiful. And then just like being in that, like, I think the silence of being in a car is so different from any other silence because it's not, you go into a padded room, like a studio room, that's complete silence. But the car, it's muffled from the outside. So like it's silent, especially on a cold morning, but you can kind of hear what's going on outside. But more specifically, car tires on a dirt road. Growing up, being in Hamden, I had a dirt driveway. It was a very short dirt driveway up you know, up a little hill and then halfway paved once you got to the top. But the dirt driveway, so I think, first of all, I was around, a, I mean, I played in that driveway, so just dirt in general. I know when my mom's home, when she pulls in and I can hear the crunk, I can't even explain it. It's not like a crinkling or a crackling. It's just like, it's just dirt being moved by a heavy machine drawing, driving on it. And like, it has to be a specific car tire too, because I've heard, tractors going on 
on dirt. It's not the same. Like the car, especially when the car is not loud and rattling, just that satisfying sound of being on the dirt. But then being in Maine in general, as you know, there are a lot of dirt roads. So if you want to go out and on an adventure or go for a hike, you're going to be on a dirt road. So driving on that is so much fun. It sucks when it's bumpy and you have to deal with it, but the sound of it is so satisfying. Other than my driveway and just being around dirt roads predominantly throughout my life, don't have any other explanation about why I like it so much. I meant when I said that I meant like the tire like it doesn't have to be a specific type of tire but like car tires versus like the tractor like an excavator with like the what the tracks like a tank you know this track things I don't it has to be like a rubber tire and it could be anything from probably not a big rig because those are like like an 18 wheeler because they're just loud in general like it could be a sedan it could be a SUV could be a truck as long as it's not the typical main cars with the loud exhaust (laughs) Like I want to hear the dirt with the tires when you're at least not in the car Driving a car driving past on a dirt road like all I can hear is the tire on the dirt road And it's especially satisfying when they go from asphalt to dirt then you know Do you like when you're the one making the sound or do you prefer to find yourself in Honestly, both, because I think this is also has to do with me liking not just the dirt, but also any sound of a car. I love driving. Driving is a huge part of everyday life, at least for me right now. Not that that's the greatest. I would love to be a public transporter, but anytime I drive anywhere, I think I'm always the one driving, whether I have my girlfriend with me or not. I'm like, I am driving, and that's not like a, <laughs> my my authority, I, I, I loom over it, but like, obviously I'll let other people drive. I don't like sitting in the back seat though, <laughs> but I love driving, and me making the sound, I mean, that just means I'm going on an adventure, because I don't, I don't live so far out in the woods that I have to drive on a dirt road to get to the grocery store or anything like that, but it means adventure, so it means I'm going somewhere I'm not used to going to. It's most likely a new place. But then it's a different feeling when I'm not in the car. Because usually if I'm hearing some car on a dirt road, I mean, it's, I, yeah, like I said, I'm not, I don't have access to dirt roads, like going to the grocery store or something like that. So it's outside of the city. So I'm not like just walking down dirt roads. But if I am externally hearing it, usually means either A, it reminds me of somebody pulling into the driveway even my grandparents who live out in uh, Corinth and Dover around that area they have a dirt road and a dirt driveway so like it's pulling into their house or them coming as I'm staying there when I visit my grandparents when I was younger so like it's different feelings versus me making it and me externally hearing it but you like it either way right? yeah. yeah you experience it in different ways whether you're the one who's actively yeah yeah, it's a different feeling, but it's like, I would say it's equal in the feeling of like, why, the reason why I love the sound so much. So if I understand it correctly, you have separated, when you're making the sound, it's tied to sort of a sense of adventure. Yeah. And when you're the one listening to it, it's actually tied more towards nostalgia. Yeah. I definitely say so. Like, especially centered around family, because, you know, I can't think of too many people in my family that didn't have a dirt driveway. They have to pull onto that dirt driveway to just pull into the house. And like I said, I grew up around it, whether I was with grandparents or at my home. And that can go to friends too. Like when 
I had friends come over, especially when we started driving. Like it's either I'm listening to their mom pull in and I hear that dirt and I'm like, yes, my friend's here. Or them pulling in and I'm like, yes, my friend's here. Like sometimes I don't even have to look out the window. And that, that actually reminds me, like if you if you have a paved road, I think sometimes families can be like almost shocked or, or scared when somebody like all of a sudden's at the door because you have no idea that they just pulled into your, your driveway because it's on pavement. But when it's on dirt, I know when somebody pulls into my driveway, an intruder couldn't pull onto my driveway without me knowing, especially with my window being next to the next to the driveway. It's the knowing that somebody is here, mostly being family or close friends. It's a security measure too. I guess in a sense, yeah, it could be. If you're used to it, it's it's one of those sounds that. If you live near the airport, sometimes you can get used to it and you can block out the sound. But this is a sound that you get used to it. And it's almost like exactly what you said. I'm tuned to it. I'm alerted to it. Like I hear it and I'm like, who's here? Or I know who's here. It's either a question or a confirmation. You probably think that everyone who has a dirt drive like that is here to stay, yeah? I would think so. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people aren't in tune to it as I am. I would think so. Maybe. The feelings that you have associated with these two types of driving on dirt, you mm-hmm. versus you being an observer versus you being just like the enactor. Mm-hmm. Um, do those feelings ever cross? Like if you're if you're driving on a dirt road, mm-hmm. would you still sort of you know, feel nostalgia of childhood and it sort of comes back to you a little bit that mixes with the sense of adventure? Oh yeah. If I if I get onto a dirt road, unless it's dead winter, which I probably wouldn't be here in the dirt anyways. I'm rolling down my window. <laughs> I want to hear it. And and that's coupled with if somebody drives by me as well while I'm on a dirt road. Like I'm listening to now both sets of tires on the dirt. And it's just I guess I guess probably in the moment I'm not necessarily like, oh, this is childhood, this is my this is my driveway. It's just more like the sense of people love the smell of gas, you know? They can't explain it. And it's really not that good. You can't sit there and be like, it's good to smell gas. You're not going to have a gas tank in your in your living room and smelling it. But they love it for some reason. And there's no nostalgia connected to that per se, unless you grew up maybe around race cars and stuff. Maybe there could be. There's always a chance, I think, of it being nostalgia. But that's the same thing with my dirt road, other than I have nostalgia connect with it. Even when I hear it, I don't necessarily always think back to my childhood. It's just like, I love the sound. It's so nice. I don't know. As we talk about it more, I can pick up on things like it's a, it's like, I don't want to say primitive, but you know, it's not, it's not modern. Everything is now highways and like nice people get excited when they get their road repaved and it's like, oh, it's beautiful and smooth, but there's no sound, man. It's nothing. There's nothingness. Maybe people like that too, but I, I like the rumble and tumble of driving on a dirt road if i could do it in like in the rainforest like in a jeep that'd be that'd be a dreary be so fun
Because you said, you know, if you're going to the grocery, you don't really have access to a dirt road. Yeah. If you had the option, would you pick the dirt road route? If, like, you know, if it's on your way? If I had the option, probably. Uh, probably not most of the time, because then I'm going to be thinking, well, of course, there's a necessity. Not necessarily a necessity, but it's better for your cars, like health, to drive on pavement, you know? And then I get into, like, that's like that's that's more getting towards like a monetary value of something that I don't want it destroyed and have to pay for it. If I took that out of the question and I could pay for it, probably yeah. It's just even if it's the crappiest dirt road, it's fun. You can't go fast because there's holes everywhere. Very low risk of you getting into an accident now, and it's just it's fun. It's amazing. The act of it and the sound of it. So yeah, I would I would choose it in the most perfect world. Do you ever feel a sense of like longing that oh it's been a while you haven't been on a dirt road and you feel kind of kind of sad? Um. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I could say that. Uh, I don't know if I would say I'm longing for the sound more as though I'm longing for what the sound means because, like I said, when I'm making the sound, it means adventure. It means like. Either A, I'm going on an adventure as though I'm driving to somewhere far away and I'm on a dirt road, or B, maybe I'm going mushroom hunting because most of the places I go mushroom hunting it has a dirt road associated with it. It could even be the driveway. Like, for example, Bangor City Forest, you've been there. It's a very short little dirt patch, but just driving on that is like so satisfying. And then you have that coupled with like people pulling in, people pulling out, and I get to hear that as well. And now I'm going on my adventure or I go to different walks around. Like I said, I don't have the media access as in driving to the grocery store. But second, you get outside the city. In Yuna, Maine, there's nothing. It's just woods. So I pull onto one side road and it's dirt and it's just something new. I'm in the woods now. Do you have some days you wake up and you're like, man, I need a dirt road? And you go out and... I have the days where like... Yeah, I just need to be by myself, and I'll go for a drive because I like driving. If I find myself on a dirt road, even better. But I don't think I go. I don't think I would go out of my way like, oh, this, there's this dirt road up ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down it. Because like, sometimes dirt roads, at least in Maine, can be like a private road or somebody's driveway. I don't need that awkward situation of knowing people in Maine them not being too happy about that and threatening and yelling and I don't need to get myself yeah, caught up I'm in sure that. No, they wouldn't. Would you ever go so far as to go into YouTube and type in car dirt road ASMR and fall in state for that? Um well, that's too much for you. you probably not necessarily like falling asleep because I've even tried I've tried to like the waterfalls and the rain. It's nice but then sometimes even even that's too much. Like, I like my silence. Um, so I don't have too many things I like falling asleep to in general. But the sound of the car on the dirt road, I could I could see myself looking it up and, and listening to it. Probably would get boring after a few minutes, but, like, yeah, I could, I could definitely listen to that, especially if it's coupled, like, with where that car is, you know? Why are they on a dirt road? Where are they? I want to know those things. Because for you, it has to be a forced experience. It has to be a spontaneous, oh, I have found myself upon a dirt road. Yeah, and I would also say, like, it's not necessarily a sound that in any of the occasions is, like, relaxing. Because if you think, like, me making this sound, it's adventure. I'm getting up and doing something. Or somebody 
making the sound and it means maybe a family member or something coming home so like i'm getting up to greet them or like go look out the window or something like i'm never when i hear the sound i don't associate it with relaxing necessarily i mean yes it's a comforting sound but not in the sense of like ooh, i can curl up on the couch or the bed and listen to this sound on repeat because it's a it, it makes me feel like a different way if anything it would get me up out of bed so i could be like whoa what's the car going by or who is it or what's going on i door dash too so I do sometimes get the privilege of driving down somebody's dirt driveway, and that's fun, especially like pulling up into their house and like, ooh, this is a nice driveway. Do you have like a rating system for your driveways? Like, do you know what's like a grade A driveway for you versus one that's all maybe just in the lower quality, just in different dirt quality? Yeah, definitely. There is definitely a difference in quality of dirt roads because... I don't know if I've ever ranked them necessarily, but I can tell you what's a good road versus a bad road. Bad road, it's not flat. It has a lot of divots, a lot of potholes. That is fun for a short distance, but I'm also not trying to like go two miles per hour hoping my tire doesn't pop because then I'm also not getting the sound either because I'm just like focusing on trying to drive through these potholes. So unless I had an all-terrain off-road vehicle that could handle it, it's not that fun. Number two... There's a there's a name for it and there's a re- reason for it. I'm pretty sure it happens after it rains. But have you ever been on a dirt road where it's like a bunch of tiny little speed bumps? It's like the road is like wavy. Have you ever experienced that? It's called wash. Now that I think about it, it's washboarded. And it's literally just like little tiny humps. And it's like you're just driving in the whole car. And you know, you know the kids, when something starts rumbling, you know, that's exactly what it's like. And I, I can't stand it. Because then again, I'm not getting the sound. I'm getting the sound of the car rattling and me literally over them. If it's just flat, nice, not very many holes, of course, you're going to have them here as a dirt road. It's not going to be perfect. But if it's just flat and nice, especially if you are able to make a dust trail behind you, it's good. Because, first of all, it's dry enough that it, you're hearing the whatever you can say, crickling and crackling with the tires on the dirt road. And then, two, you're clearly going fast enough. I don't need to be going 50 miles per hour, but fast enough where you're, you can actively hear something. You don't need to go slow. Those would be my three, I think. And it, it, it doesn't matter if it's wet either. Like, after rain, I think you can still hear it, other than, the, like, the sloshing of, of the puddles. But other than that, you can still hear that classic just, like, tire on dirt tire that you like, not necessarily because like the thing when you say the road, the thing I first think of is like little rocks that are hitting the car, you know, like yeah yeah yeah. I think it's a combination of both. Like yeah the tire the tire going and moving the dirt, those rocks being kicked up. Yeah, maybe you hear a little ding 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 from the little rocks hitting the uh the car. But it's just like it's all of that combined. It's just beautiful. Do you think because I know for you it's very much tied to childhood. Mm-hmm. But do you think that your particular draw towards this sound maybe says a little bit about your own approach to life in the world? Sort of your larger worldview? Uh, in the sense of it being on the adventure side, definitely. Because, I mean, we're in Prague right now. It's my first time being in Prague. So it's it's definitely led towards a, I love travel. I love the adventure. And I just want to get out and go. I know that doesn't necessarily mean that I'll be on too many dirt roads. If I had the chance to like between one country to the next, either fly or take a bus down a dirt road, I'd probably take the bus. Yeah, it's going to be really long, but like it's in a, it's different. It's an adventure. I get to see views. 
that bus breaks down. Okay, cool. Now I'm just standing in the middle of nowhere. In the moment, yeah, you might have like the, the in the moment anger and frustration. But like after that, you can say you just had an adventure like no other. You're on a plane that's, you get on the plane, you get off the plane, you're in the airport. <laughs> so yeah, it, it has definitely led into get out and travel and explore as much as you can. Just see everything, different cultures, the different types of vehicles that drive on dirt roads. I've seen videos of like these buses like climbing mountains on dirt roads and it's like it's like scary but it's like <laughs> those drivers I don't know if those ones I'd be hesitant on because <laughs> those drivers apparently are impressively in- insane. <laughs> I'm 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 going to be in tune as you've seen with me traveling Europe in these yeah I'm going to fancy places but like I am trying to immerse myself in the culture as much as I can. So if I get a chance to go somewhere where it's like literally just dirt roads everywhere and even if it's just a little tribe in the African desert, that's amazing. I'd love it. Have you heard of the Dakar rally? I want to say yes and no at the same time. Um, Speak about it a little bit and maybe... It's like a race through the desert. Yeah. So I I think I didn't know it was called that, but I think, yeah, definitely. Because they're like like just (laughs) cars that look like they've been built in somebody's driveway, right? Like they're just... Yeah, for the most part, they like rig out, you know, these like SUVs and stuff and get through the Senegalese desert. Are they the same videos where you see like jeeps like riding up this huge sand dune? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. I imagine that dirt is a little bit different dirt than your main road. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that like the roads themselves are probably a little more packed than like the sand because, of course, sand is not going to make. Would it make a noise? It's just sand? Maybe. But like the dirt being like packed down. The sand being, being picked up and thing. It's like the same. It's like not, it's like very fine, but you mm-hmm. still hear these little like the clicks of the, the teeth. See, I don't, I haven't had much experience with that. Yeah. I think the closest thing I've done with sand is, other than like a beach, is probably the sand dunes in Colorado. And yet again, driving on pavement all the way up until I get out of the car. Which is just, it's unfortunate, but oh well. So I, and so no vehicles on that. So I would have to experience it. Maybe sand will trump dirt. Who knows? Do you have any final thoughts, things you would like to say about sound in general, the importance of sound? Yeah, if you. Yeah, if you haven't had the chance to drive on a dirt road, go do it and just get out there and explore. I'd, I'd like to say sound in general is important because you clearly can live without sound. I think it is a privilege that we even have the ability to hear. But if you can't hear, all the more to you. It's still a beautiful life. Sounds of Ourselves is produced and edited by me, Jan Tompkins. Special thanks go to today's guest, Tyler, for letting us into his soundscape. And as always, to my sound mentor, Doug Arianis, for all his tireless help and guidance in creating a place for all of us to grow our own voices. Sounds of Ourselves intro theme is The Sound by Human Highway. This episode's outro theme is Kekon Shioyo, Let's Get Married by Takuro Yoshida. All the credits to the sounds you heard in today's episode can be found in the show notes. 
Sounds of Ourselves is supported by Anglo-American University's Soundbricks Radio, a student-driven online radio station dedicated to encouraging cooperation, communication, and understanding between the students, instructors, and staff of AAU and the communities they serve through its diverse, informative, and progressive programming. For more information on Soundbricks Radio and to listen to the other incredible programs at our station, visit soundbricks.airtime.pro and soundbricks.net. Until next time, may your days be filled with love, good food, and endless wonder. Happy listening. Oh, 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 oh,